Welcome to the Falling Skies cast, the first podcast dedicated to Falling Skies on TNT. Skies cast, and uh, we're going to start off this week without the traditional silliness we've done. We are back with our episode, and we're going to discuss the episode of Falling Skies called Grace that aired Sunday, July the 3rd here in the United States. But if you're in Great Britain, if you're in Italy or France, the show premiered today. So welcome to all of our new listeners, hopefully from all over the world. I know we have new followers all over, from all over, over on Twitter. And so that's exciting, so we're glad to have you along on this journey with the Falling Skies. And thank you for finding us on Twitter, and we would love definitely to hear more of your feedback. We have some feedback that we'll share later on in our Falling Skies feedback section. And uh, we would love to have your feedback to be in there next time. So we'll have all the information at the end of the show, but I'll go ahead and tell you one more time. You can call in and leave us a voicemail. We'd love for that at 773-35-SKIES, and that is a, a U.S. number. Uh, I'm not sure how that would work if you were international. Probably wouldn't be very cheap. But you could also record an audio file and send us an MP3. Most of the uh, smartphones nowadays have an option where you could record something and email it to us from your iPhone or your Android phone, and that would be great too. All right, well, I just remembered that I failed to mention that uh, I am Jimmy and Georgia, your host, and with me today, as per usual, is the lovely co-host, Emmy. Hello. Hi there. Uh, we do have a few more Falling Skies news items to get into. From the Falling Skies Cast Studios, it's the Falling Skies News with Jimmy and Emmy. We picked up the TV guide this week for July 4th through 11th, and it does feature Falling Skies on the cover. It has a picture of Noah Wiley as Tom Mason there. It has a brief interview with he and Mark Verhaden. Uh, have a few questions and answers, but the big focus really is Steven Spielberg. Because he is the mastermind behind Falling Skies, and has some uh, you know questions and answers there with him about not only Falling Skies but his other upcoming show, Terra Nova, that will be on Fox, which almost guarantees it'll be canceled in its first season, no matter how good it is, because that's what Fox does. And uh, <laughs> we also have a few other things we're going to talk about real briefly. One thing was really cool is I don't know if you're familiar who Greg Beeman is. Greg Beeman has done some amazing work on different television shows from. Heroes and Battlestar Galactica, I think Smallville, and now on Falling Skies. And he has an, a great little blog set up on Blogspot. It's gregbeeman.blogspot.com. And thus far, each episode, he's had pretty in-depth posts about uh, the behind-the-scenes work of how the episode was done, whether it was animation or the, whether it was creating a skitter suit for someone to wear. Um, in this particular case, and you can see molds and design sequences you can see behind the scene photos all sorts of really neat information about episode number four grace so if you haven't checked out gregbeeman.blogspot.com i would suggest that you check it out and uh also one last little bit of news we'll include here this is more of the fallen skies cast news instead of fallen skies news i was able to speak with ryan and jen from pop spotting you may know them from the transmission lost podcast and in a few weeks, they're going to air a little spot we did. Basically, they have a thing on Thursdays called Pop Talk and Trivia, where people go on their show. And if you've listened to Pop Spotting, maybe you've heard people like Robin Birch from Media Junkyard, or you've heard Colleen Glattfelter, who was part of Metro Buzz, and Chuck Cast, and she's married to Jay, and Jay and Jack Lost Podcast. But anyway, there are lots of different people who have been on there the last few weeks. 
and I think it's going to be the week of Comic-Con. My uh, appearance will be on there, and <laughs> I don't know, but we'll, we'll let you know whenever that does appear on their podcast, and uh, I think that'll be a lot of fun. And also in Falling Skies cast news, you'll notice this podcast was out a little later this week, and some of that was because of the holiday here in America. We celebrated our Independence Day, July the 4th, just yesterday. But typically, we'll probably have the podcast out now. It's probably the rest of this season. will probably be a Monday night thing where we'll record and be able to upload the podcast. It, it may not always be that, but I would assume for the most part, uh, you can look for a Monday night after an episode on podcast should be available and like we mentioned before there's only actually a few more episodes left we've, we've had four out of the ten so there's only five more weeks of, of new broadcast this summer and that'll be the it that'll be the rest of the season so we're as far as we know unless plans are changed it'll be the last week and i believe it's august 7th there'll be a two-hour block again where they put two episodes together for the season finale so that yeah, we'll definitely keep you updated but it does look like monday nights will be our nights for release and uh, hopefully you'll be able to find this as soon as you would like to. <laughs> All right, we're going to jump into our next little section of the show, something we came up with last week, and it is... The Pope Quote of the Week. And uh, each week we try to pick out one of the memorable lines from John Pope, and uh, this week he throws in an interesting literary reference. About Harry Potter? About Harry Potter. We're going to play the clip for you for in a second, but we're going to also talk about this. We have another section on the show called Falling Skies and Pop Culture, and we'll get into that a little bit more. But he does mention Slytherin from the Harry Potter, and uh, we're going to play that clip for you. It's time for the Pope Quote of the Week. I just call him as I see him. So what were you? Blood, Crips, Slytherin. All right, another new segment we added last week was This Week in History, where we try to take out a history lesson that Professor Mason gives us during an episode. And this week we have a, a kind of a short one, and uh, I think Emmy's going to share that for us. Professor Mason tells Captain Weaver about the harness kids with guns and says that the skitters are using them as a human shield, something that we've done for thousands of years. These tactics work, and Tom thinks... That shows them that the skitters aren't that different from us, and we should be able to figure them out and find a way to fight back. All right, and that is This Week in History. Uh, next up on the show, we're going to talk about a few of the pop culture references in this week's episode, and we, we try to pull those out each week, and we, we may miss some, so we'd love for you to send those in to us. Um, we'll mention again all these ways you can send them to us at the end of the show, but you can tweet them to us. You can at reply us at The Falling Skies. Falling Skies and Pop Culture. And the first one is Matt is wearing a Transformers backpack when he goes out of the side of the school to tell Tom he wants to go on the mission. Hal tells Matt that he has to be that tall to ride. A theme park reference. We already mentioned it, Pope, uh, his quote of the week. He does mention Slytherin, and if you're unfamiliar, Slytherin is one of the four houses at the, at the Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry and is traditionally the home to students who exhibit such traits as cunning and ambition. Uncle Scott tells Weaver he could listen to a Red Sox game on the radio he made. Dr. Harris asked Anne, how is Pumpkinhead doing with his ABCs, which is a reference to the Pumpkinhead movie series that was kicked off back in 1988. Not a direct reference, but Daya asks about getting the harnesses kids, and Tom says next time, which is what James Rhodes said when he was looking at the Iron Man armor next to the end of the first Iron Man movie. And then near the end of the episode, there's a whole little Harry Potter discussion. Hal is holding a copy of the Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows. Tom says that he read it to Ben, even though Ben was getting too old for him to read to him. And Hal says that Ben even wanted Harry glasses. 
All right. Well, we're going to jump into our Falling Skies recap where we recap the episode, and then we'll be right back with some listener feedback in our Falling Skies feedback section. It's time for the Falling Skies recap, part of the show where we recap Falling Skies. All right. This week's episode, we open up with Dr. Harris and Weaver discussing communicating with the skitter they have in the cage. And it reacts violently when it sees Tom, obviously remembering he is the one who shot off its two legs and beat his face in. (laughs) They continue to work on Rick. Pope tells Weaver about some motorcycles. So he's in Tom, crew, and Pope to go get these motorcycles. And he tells Tom that he wants the bikes. Then they can go after drugs. And then they can go after his son. And then we see that apparently the harness has healed Rick of his cystic fibrosis. And that's just kind of interesting. And Anne tells Mike that Rick should wake up later in the day. Tom wants an update from Anne about what's going on with Rick because he wants, obviously, to save his son. Anne notices also the problems that he and Harris have. He tells Anne part of the story that what was happening with his wife dying, but he didn't give her the full rundown, which is, I don't know, interesting, I guess. Maggie tells to Weaver about the kids going to the hospital. She said there was no sign of Karen, but they thought they saw Ben. And she also notes that he was keeping tabs on her and that she contemplated suicide while she was with Pope's men. Pope's enjoying the fresh air. Matt wants to go with them, but he is unable to because his father will not let him, even though the other kids are starting to learn how to fight. They go off on their adventure, and Tom doesn't want any parenting advice from the next con. Pope, again, is a uh, kind of racist person here we see. He again calls Anthony a gangbanger, and we have our Pope quote of the week earlier that you've already heard about that whole thing and you asked what gang he was a part of and we learned that Anthony was part of the Boston Police Department and basically we also hear here that he brings up Click who was killed in the, well, the second episode and so I'm glad they brought that back up because sometimes stuff like that happens in shows like this and they just forget about it. We learned that Hal does not want to talk about what happened with Karen how she got taken. His wife is the one who could talk to Hal about such things and I said maybe he was lucky because he was alone when all this happened. We see Laudra's plane and she does this several times throughout the episode, which is where um, I'm assuming the episode title came from. We'll get to that in a little bit. She prays over the pictures of the missing kids. She has a conversation with Jimmy, which seems kind of strange, like he's been stalking her or something. He knows where she was from, not Boston, but Mexico City. He says that she, he, the college she went to, Wesley, was not in Boston. And so he kind of has this kind of interrogation almost, it seemed like. It was just kind of awkward. And she basically says that she lived in JP, and he asks where, and she says the part where the people lost their faith, which seemed kind of strange. Then Anne tries to get the skitter to communicate by pointing at some pictures. Doesn't really happen. Dr. Harris makes a joke about where they're going to do speaking skitteries, and he says he has an idea. We cut over to Uncle Scott, who's made a radio. He must be like the professor or Saeed. And basically his crank-powered Matt has become the communications officer, apparently, We see next that Tom and crew discover a nest of skitters hanging under a bridge like bats. There are two mechs in sleep mode nearby, and Tom says this isn't the motion. They have to keep moving forward, even though Pope disagrees. Ann tries to give the skitter water, but Harris brings in a dead skitter, which makes the one in the cage just go crazy. And Scott and Mac pick up the static as the skitter is in its cage and sending out a radio frequency, apparently. Loudrish is playing for her meal, which again is where I think the episode title came from, Grace as in saying a prayer before a meal, grace, the blessing, whatever people may refer to it as. But we see her doing this actually three times, this this time here and then two times later near the end of the episode. In this particular case, Weaver says that she's lucky because she still believes in something. 
And then Maggie says, Mason and crew are in trouble because Pope went with them. The team makes it over to the bike store. Tom says they want the off-road bikes. Pope says basically he stole a bike from that store to impress a lady. Die finds some gas in the back. And for some reason, Tom sends Die and Pope into the back room all alone. I'm sure we all thought that was going to work out really well. Hal finds some jewelry, a pink motorcycle charm on a necklace. He blames himself for Karen being taken. He's not dealing with it. And he basically, after Tom's parental advice, says Mom would have just told him to suck it up. And Tom gives him the necklace. And seems to have some compassion for the skitters. You know, she's following the colonel's orders, but um, definitely seems to have a lot more compassion for the skitters that does the, Dr. Harris. And she definitely wants to learn about how to communicate with them. The skitters... Oh, okay, we do see the skitter looking over at Rick when he wakes up. Doesn't know his dad. Uh, he asks, who are you, a couple times. And it, I definitely think at this point the skitter is in control of Rick, as we, we see later on. I think it goes back to to show that the skitter was communicating to him and controlling his actions. And um, We go just real quickly to a scene with Uncle Scott and Ann. We cut back to Mike wanting to talk to the skitter. He tries to use the pictures like Ann. He grabs his gun to threaten it. And that's when the radio picks up another burst of skitter static. And Mike tries the pictures one more time, tells the thing not to look at his son, ends up putting the gun in its mouth, and it collapses. Dr. Harris says there's a nerve bundle above the soft palate, and he probably gave it a concussion. And puts together that perhaps that the skitters are emitting radio waves. And so they go in to try to uh, do an autopsy, I guess, on, on one in just a few minutes. But they're not really sure what to look for. We go back over to the bike store. They're getting a few of the bikes started up. Pope knocks out Die and drives off. They don't seem that concerned about it. And then Pope uses his gasoline can and grenade to blow up the skitter nest nearby. And this is, again, we get back over to Rick, and it seems like the skitter is controlling him as he gets up and puts on the harness. We hear kind of a frequency real briefly, and then as Rick walks towards the skitter, the frequency is back on the radio. Uh, they're like, oh, there it goes. It proves this isn't true, but it, it obviously was. They rush back in, and they see that Rick is trying to free the skitter. And it does appear that the skitter is speaking through Rick. And he basically says, you want to hurt me? He has to be let, to let go. The skitter also says, this child is one of ours. So obviously it's the skitter talking, not not Rick. And this is um, after they won't let him go, that they're whatever. He said, then I'll be punished. He says, to help me. And how can they help him? They said, kill me. And then Mike rushes over and pulls the harness off his son, killing Rick. I mean, we haven't actually seen that, but we know that's what happens. Hal went out to look for Pope. He saw some harness kids heading this way, and he left his bike behind. Tom says to hold their fire. He says there also must be a, a skitter nearby giving orders and controlling these kids. Anthony is about to bring up the fact they should probably kill the kids and protect themselves, but Tom says they will not do that, and they only seem to be shooting at targets. So they throw out a little Molotov cocktail and blow up a truck. Hal and Anthony are able to drive out. Tom and Di are about to drive away. And I did forget to mention there that Di was shot by some of these harness kids. And they see the skitter on the wall. Tom takes a few shots at it, and then Die is able to kill it with a shotgun blast from the back of the motorcycle. When they get back to the base, Tom talks about how the skitters are using these kids as human shields, and we've been doing it for thousands of years. It's psychological warfare, and it works. Tom does say the silver lining is we're starting to understand them, and if we can figure them out, we might know how to beat them. And that's kind of the whole point of this whole episode. Tom says tomorrow he's going to go look at look for the drug so he can get his kid back. Weaver says if his kids were still out there, there was nothing that could stop him from going after them. 
Hal looks at the little necklace he got from the store. They talk about Deathly Hallows and how Ben really liked Harry Potter and Tom was still reading it to him even though he's too old. And even Ben won Harry Potter glasses. Hal says that he thinks Ben will be different if they bring him back because he saw his face when he took Karen. But Tom really doesn't even want to talk about that. He seems to want to ignore the obvious that these kids might not be able to be freed. Uh, at least that's what we know at this point. Uh, every kid who's been tried to be freed either died or was still under control of the alien, so they'll have to come up with a new technique there. Anne tells Tom about the alien transmissions, um, or the radio transmissions from the Skitters, and that Matt is working with Uncle Scott. And then we hear the dinner bell. Anne gets a diet crutch. Pope had made bread before he ran away. Maggie's trying to tell Tom that the, all the pharmacies within 20 miles are, are taken over or emptied out or whatever, and then Tom says, we'll go 30 miles, and then she basically has another option, but she's cut off. Um, we see Laundress's plane again. Weaver talks with her again about that, um, and then basically everyone goes around and has a very special Thanksgiving meal where they all are thankful and grateful for the things that they do have in the midst of this alien apocalypse. And that is the end where we have Laudris for the third time in the episode saying grace for the meal, which I assume is why it is entitled Grace. And that is a Fallen Skies recap for Grace in about nine minutes. Okay, that was the Fallen Skies recap, and we do have a few questions about the episode, and we're going to talk about those right here. I guess the biggest question after this episode is how did the skitters communicate with these radio waves? Like, how are they transmitting them? How are they receiving them? And then also, again, a related question, can the second Massachusetts use that to their advantage to somehow jam them or twist them around or block them so they can, um, you know, make an attack against them or something? I guess that's maybe what Tom was thinking. So I don't know. But we'll have to wait and see how all that works out. Also, what is the harness? Is it a baby skitter or is it a biological receiver for their radio waves? Not really sure about that. And then kind of related to that, will they ever find a way to successfully remove one of these harnesses without killing the kid? And also severing this connection that the skitters still have to these, these kids? Because obviously Mike's, kids, uh, Mike's son Rick would still be controlled by this other skitter. And I guess pretty much probably any skitter could control any group of kids. So that just seems kind of kind of sad situation there. And that takes us into some character questions. First of all, can they save Ben? We don't know. It doesn't look too hopeful for that. Hal's kind of doubting that right now. Tom doesn't want to, want to hear about those doubts, though. What is happening to Karen? Is she harnessed? And then also, just with that little line of questioning Jimmy did with Loudris, is there something more there going on with her backstory that seemed a little shady? Um, I don't know. Just something to think about. Where did Pope go, and when will he be back? Yeah. Or will he be back? I, I think I think when is definitely a better question. Uh, he's probably one of the more popular characters out there so i doubt he would be gone for very long uh of course maybe the producers didn't realize that you know last summer when they were filming in season one so <laughs> but yeah, i think he is a fan favorite all right well let's get on into our next section all right well we're going to get into a little bit of the falling skies feedback and uh over on our facebook page we're getting close to 70 people who have liked this there so thanks everybody who's found us and that is available at facebook.com slash falling skies cast had several people like things that we posted or whatnot this week. Do you want to just say that on July 4th, Lynn said, For sci-fi geeks everywhere, like me, looking good. Um, also over on Twitter, we're up to close to 300 followers. At last count, it was 297. So thanks again to everyone who's found us. I know some of those are some of our new 
friends from over the pond so thanks for that um, we have a few messages here one we actually have several more that we don't think we have time to share of them, all of them but clush03 says at the falling skies at fxuk um, actually which I, I sent out the wrong link for that it's actually fxukcom com uh, well I really enjoyed it and we've got two comments from Jewel Phoenix. Definitely looking forward to the show. Been telling peeps to watch. Great show. Some scary aliens. Good characters, too. 10 out of 10. All around. Well done. Lily Us 5 says, Only two minutes left till Falling Sky starts in Italy. And then a little later, she also said, I've seen two episodes, and it's amazing. I love the relationships and Maggie. Uh, I guess Maggie? I don't know. Alien special effects. It's very cool. London fans 61, I can't wait to watch it. And then Hoku Boku, I think that's how you say that, sent us a couple messages. Says, looking forward to episode four, the cliffhanger at the end of episode three, left me wanting more. I didn't notice the Star Wars figures. What a cool touch. I'll have to rewatch. I posted a picture of that on our on our blog, on our Facebook page, and on Twitter. This last week I did a screen cap of the Star Wars, the Clone Wars figures on from the first episode of Falling Skies. And you can check those out if you haven't already seen that. And then one more message from Hoku Boku says, I can't wait to see what all the British and Italian viewers have to say about Falling Skies. Also, Sky Fleur and France at Falling Skies premieres in the UK and Italy today. So, yeah, we didn't realize that the show premiered in France today until Sky Fleur told us. So thanks so much for letting us know about that. Also, um, we had some other comments from Get Glue, where you can check into the show. We'd love for you to do that. We had several more likes and things over there on Facebook. And uh, I did have an email from a fella who wanted to see if he might be able to be a part of the show. And uh, I would love for lots of you to be a part of the show. We're going to tell you here in just a second how you can contact us. Uh, you can call us. You can email us. You can follow us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook, all over the place. And so uh, we would definitely love to have your feedback on our podcast We'd love to have your feedback on the show, uh, your thoughts, your theories. And one other thing related to Twitter, I've been talking with one of the cast members of Falling Skies on Twitter, and hopefully we're going to work out a time where we can set up an interview and have them on the podcast, which would be fun. I know we've shared interviews with Noah Wiley and Moon Bluggit earlier, where we were part of our conference call, and we weren't actually ever actually to speak with either of them, but hopefully soon we will have at least one, if not more, interviews set up, hopefully, in the near future where we can actually talk and... Um, That'd be great, and we and if we do get that opportunity. We'll definitely put out the call for some questions. We'd love to have your feedback in that. And then two, would definitely love for you guys if you're listening to us. We'd love to have some uh, feedback over on iTunes. If you're, I'm not sure how that works in other countries or whatever. Just I think there's different iTunes stores for different countries, from what I understand, um, from listening to some other podcasts. Um, I listen to the Frontlines podcast. It's a Clone Wars podcast, and he talks about how the Canadian iTunes is different than the American iTunes or whatever, so I, I guess it's different around the world. But um, definitely, if you have the opportunity, I would love um, for you to check us out on iTunes and leave us a review. And there's other ways you can subscribe. There's also just a normal RSS feed on our website, fallingskyscast.com. But typically, you know, we, we kind of go through iTunes as our main outlet. We've submitted the podcast to Zoom if you're into that, and we'll, you know, update you with that if we get um, approved, because I know sometimes it takes a little while. So, but anyway, uh, definitely would love your feedback in that way as well. You can contact us. You can call us. At 773-35-SKIES. You can send us an email over at... FallingSkiesCast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter Twitter.com slash The Falling Skies. 
And you can also like us on Facebook, and that's at facebook.com slash fallingskiescast. And then also you can find us over on Get Glue, and there's links to all these things on our webpage, fallingskiescast.com. But over at Get Glue, you can just search for Falling Skies or Falling Skies Cast, and we're on there. You can We'd love to have you like us and check in there. And uh, that's one of those ways, like Twitter and like Facebook, you can kind of get updated on when we're recording, when we're going to have shows out, because that's definitely going to be the first place we, we post that type of thing. So we're going to close out the show here, and then after the little end roll of music, we'll have a brief little section of slight spoiler information where we'll have episode title and, and description for next week's episode. So if you don't want to hear that information, um, we will say goodbye here in just a second. If you do, there'll be a brief little section after the music. So from the Falling Skies cast, I'm Jimmy and Georgia. And I'm Emmy. Thanks for listening. Alright, next week's episode title is Silent Kill, which kind of sounds like the old video game Silent Hill. But anyway, Silent Kill, I have a very brief little description here, and it says, Hal comes up with a plan to infiltrate a skitter's lair and rescue Ben and other captives. And that is a brief episode title and description for next week's episode. Episode number five, Silent Kill. Thank you for listening to the Falling Skies cast. Peace.